For 100 years, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. Ohio State linebacker Niall Diggs was a fourth-round draft choice of the Green Bay Packers in 2000. He was part of a watershed draft toward the end of general manager Ron Wolf's career. In that draft, think about it, Bubba Franks came in the first round, Chad Clifton in the second, Kabir Baja Biamila in the fifth round. He would go on to become the franchise's all-time leader in sacks. Wisconsin native Mark Tauscher was a part of that class. He was drafted in the seventh round. In all, five longtime starters. For Diggs, he came from one strong tradition with the Buckeyes to another on the next level with the Packers. It was an amazing transition. I can't say enough about the program at Ohio State and the traditions that they carried with the, the rivals of Michigan, but coming here and having that same rival with Chicago, the Chicago Bears, was, was an amazing um, experience, uh, especially my rookie year was I remember running out of the tunnel, getting ready to play them, and it was it was like playing Michigan all over again. <laughs> There's a, a kind of a collegiate texture to playing for Green Bay, isn't there? It is. It is. Even coming from when I played for the Panthers and we came to play here, the feel of the stadium and having the drums play and how close the fans are, a very, very intimate college experience, i, I got to say. But it's... It's comforting at the same time. It's, it's very warming, and, and the fans are always generous and, and respectful in the same way. Niall, I take it that what you're saying is that the smallness of this community kind of brings the team, the Packers team, whatever team it is, it would be a 2000 when you came into the league or otherwise, brings you guys together a little bit more, would you say, than maybe a big city like Chicago? Right, that's exactly what I'm saying. There, there's something about... Um, having to have a Thanksgiving dinner and go to your coach's house or other players' homes and having their families come in. There's something just humane about that, you know, where you can really connect with someone. Where in another city, maybe Chicago or wherever, you have a lot of other things to go do. You know, on the West Coast, you can go out to restaurants and it's nice weather all the time. But here, when you've got the winter on you, um, you know, you want to sit in, just get next to a fire and eat some good heavy food, you know, and then have good conversation. And that's what a lot of my memories are of, of being here is, is really coming together with some good friends and family and making good use of that time. Mike Sherman coached the Packers from 2000 to 2005. Now, under his direction, Green Bay won 59 games, three division titles, made four trips to the playoffs, including the roller coaster ride of 2003. This is it, the season for the Packers on the line. Into the end zone, McCown's pass. He got it! An improbable playoff spot gifted by the Vikings when they lost to the lowly Arizona Cardinals on the final weekend of the regular season. Then there was the Al Harris pick six to beat Mike Holmgren of the Seahawks. And of course, the agony of fourth and 26 a week later in Philadelphia. Diggs was right in the middle of it all. Well, going back to college, when I got drafted, I didn't know I could play. I didn't know I could play at this level. And so I was like, oh man, they drafted me up here to Green Bay. They're expecting me to, to play, to be able to play in the NFL. And I don't even know if I can. And as soon as I got here in training camp, it wasn't even in training camp yet. It was the rookie camp. 
and got out in the, on the Hudson Center field and started running around and, and seeing who my peers were and getting a feel of the speed, I soon uh, had the confidence that I could play on this level. And, and come training camp and, and as practices went on, just really grind, just grinded, kept my head down and, and really wanted to just make all the tackles I was supposed to make and make the plays I was supposed to make. Who were your leaders on defense? Besides yourself, eventually. When I came in, I was the baby. And so we had uh, Leroy Butler, uh, Gilbert Brown, Santana Dotson. Um, Darren Sharper was here. These guys had all been to the Super Bowl. Tyrone Williams, um, Nate Wayne. Um, I'm trying to think who else was. I think Russell Maryland came in either my rookie year or the year after. So we had some vets yeah. <laughs> on the team. Which, which I, I truly think helped me catch up because it, there, was, there was no learning curve. One of the teams that I, I think and that a lot of the guys we've talked to feels could have really gone places was that 2003 team that barely squeaked into the playoffs when Minnesota lost down into uh, Arizona to the Cardinals and you guys got into the playoffs, but then you beat Seattle uh, in, in the Al Harris game and, and then you go on uh, to take on the Philadelphia Eagles in what became known legendary as the fourth and 26 oh, games. Yeah. What are your memories of that? Well, that was an exciting season, definitely one of the most exciting seasons I've had here um, because of the, we were all glued to the TVs watching that game and, and fingers crossed that we could get into the playoffs. We got in, so it was like fresh blood in all of us. You know, it was, it was we were tired, but come January, you kind of get that, that boost of, of energy, and, and that really propelled us. And so we went in. We were hosting Seattle, a very good team with Hasselback. Holmgren was coming back. It was a lot of jazz going on and, and buzz around it. And the way that game ended was just a, a historical game in my mind and, and I think in Packer history. But going into Philadelphia was, was also the next juggernaut. We felt like we were growing at the end of that season we we kind of we were late bloomers but we were blooming and we were getting better in every single game every single play we were getting better as a defense especially and so we were picking up momentum and we felt like going into philly we were ready to go to the super bowl we were going ready to go play carolina and carolina and beat them and go to the super bowl um and you got to play a complete game. You know, it just comes down to one or two plays in every game, whether it's a turnover or a big fourth down conversion that can keep you out of the playoffs or keep you out of the Super Bowl or, or anything, you know, lose, lose the football game. And that's what happened when we went to Philly. It was a heartbreaker, heartbreaker. That was definitely one of the, um, the hardest plays to come to, to terms with is, is watching that. And it didn't end the game. They had to still get in position to hit a field goal to tie the game and then win it in overtime. But after that game, uh, did that team ever really recover from that? Because that was such a letdown. You guys felt you had a touch of magic. That was the Brett Favre game in Oakland after his dad passed away. That was, all kinds of things were happening. Uh, did you guys ever really recover from that? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I think that was that took so much energy and and we were so jazzed and buzzed from just from that game from the Oakland Raider game to just through the playoffs and the last minute overtime touchdown there were so many emotions and and feelings involved that just got deflated 
and and uh, what was left was just <laughs> you know a, a blank slate at, at the after that game after I remember flying home and it was just like we were all I think the reality set in how tired we were because everybody was just like laid out and passed out and I remember sleeping for like two weeks <laughs> after that it was just it was just a lot a lot of emotions Being privileged enough to put on a Packer uniform is one of the, the staples that, that I'll carry with me throughout my life and, and definitely will pass down to my kids for generations. What I experienced here, um, I could, I, I don't, I'm not sure it could be experienced in any other organization. It's a special experience. It's, it's a very unique organization to, to play for. The experience of, of being on the home side um, in this stadium, in Lam on Lambeau Field, is is uh, is nothing short of, of spectacular, and and I'm more than than grateful to have that opportunity. Um, I remember when I was getting drafted, I said to my agent, I said I want to go anywhere. I'll go anywhere except Buffalo and Green Bay because it was cold, and I'm a California boy. And uh, I got the call from Reggie McKenzie, <laughs> and he said, Hey. You're coming to Green Bay, and um, all that got erased. I, I was so excited and so elated to, to get here. Um, I couldn't wait. And, and since I've been, the day that I got here, um, even to the days that I, I was playing for other teams and played here, I have not, um, I have not been unimpressed. Like, it, just everything from um, the training staff to the coaches to the other players that I've known and played with, to the fans and to the friends I've met here, um, it's always been a second home for me and, and I'm very much appreciative of that.